and welcome to Indie Business Podcast. I'm your host, Donna Maria, founder and CEO at IndieBusinessNetwork.com, and you have arrived at the one place where we empower you to break all the rules, build your own corporate ladder, and create the life you love. This episode is my most recent Real People, Real Business Radio show, recorded live in the studios of WIXE Radio outside Charlotte, North Carolina. Enjoy! Good morning, good morning, everyone, and welcome to Real People, Real Business here on Wixie. I'm so excited to join you here this morning. I'm your host, Donna Maria. And if you have a real business and you're a real person, or you want a real business and you're a real person, then you have arrived at the right place. I'm so excited that you're here. We are going to be talking today with some people that I met recently online. Because don't you know you meet amazing people online, people you would never have come across in your life Years ago, you meet them online and you discover how cool they are. And if you have a radio show, you have to invite them to be on the show. So that's why we're here today. And we're here to cover a really, really hot topic. We all know that if you have a business, you need to be online meeting cool people like I do. And you also need to be using your online resources to help promote your business, to engage with your customers, to interact with prospects, and to create new opportunities for yourself. And that's what we're going to be talking about today with our husband and wife team. They are with Social Networking Assistance Today, and they're at snatoday.com. If you want to check them out while we're talking, we've got Shane Fraser and his wife, Elise Fraser, and they are the co-owners of this business. And so you're going to get a double whammy today. Not only are we going to talk to you about how to use social networking and social media to grow your business, but we know a lot of you out there have relationships with other people, your significant others, and you want to be in business with them. So we're going to get some hot tips from Shane and Elise today about how to do that. Welcome to the show, lady and gentlemen. Thanks. Thanks for having us. Listen, so, you know, I found you, Shane, because we're both members of the Union County Chamber of Commerce. Shout out there. Um, Not so subtle (laughs) shout out. And also a reminder to all of you small business owners that you need to check out your local Chamber of Commerce. There's usually some hot potatoes there you need to check out. So I found you and I was like, oh, my goodness, someone else who speaks my language. So I wanted to invite you to be on the show. So let's just dive right in here, Shane. Tell us a little bit about how you started this business and and your passion for social networking and online media. Yep, it was it was when I was in college, I had an opportunity to uh, be a part of an internship. Uh, Through my internship, I kind of turned that idea into a business plan. Uh, Through the business plan, I had a few opportunities and I come from a small town in western New York. So uh, I saw the need of social media that we needed to kind of build the networks and build the, the community almost and help the businesses in that way. So from that, after creating the business plan, I kind of looked at it, applied for some jobs after I finished college and realized that I had a better opportunity of creating my own business than I had starting at a sales position that I was offered. So uh, I just went for it, and I was in Western New York for about a year or so trying to build my business and then decided uh, my wife and I, or Lisa and I, when we were married, we decided that we wanted to move down to North Carolina and start the main hub of my business here. That's a really big, big uh, change there from New York to North Carolina. My family and I made the change from Washington, D.C. to North Carolina. So why North Carolina? I just have to ask. <laughs> uh, it's It's a random story, but... I wanted to move to either North Carolina or Georgia. She wanted to move to North Carolina, Virginia. I've we both have heard a lot about Charlotte, kind of. There's finger. a lot of opportunities and a lot of young, you know, couples. It's kind of a, 
you know, up and coming area. And we thought that we'd get on in on it what we could. Well, I'm so glad you did. And so here you are. So so this is interesting, though, because you had a job offer, right? Yes. Coming out of yes. college. Mm-hmm. You had an internship that you could leverage in a variety of different ways. Mm-hmm. But you decided to strike out on your own instead of taking a traditional job offer. Yes. Okay. Now that wouldn't have happened like 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. Tell us about that mindset that you had to have to make that choice. Well, I'm a person that likes to work almost for myself. Like I saw myself, I wanted to jump right into a management position, but I knew that wasn't possible. So I had the opportunity and I looked at it and I was like, well, I can either start at the sales position and decide, you know, work my way up that way, or I can just go for it. You know, I'm just fresh out of college. I've got time on my hand and it just seemed like a good opportunity. And there was a void in my area that I was in that no one else was doing this uh, social media management. So mm-hmm. I kind of went into that. So so you were all for this, Elise, right? I was all for it. I, Great. Yeah. That's I, convenient. <laughs> yeah. Of course. I definitely saw the need. I mean, we like he said, we lived in a small um, town and nobody knew the power of social media. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a college town, so we knew that the students were on social media, but we saw the void in the businesses not being able to communicate with the college students. Mm. So I kind of said, you know what, go for it, see what we can do. And the business owners just really, you know, took took to it. So it was great. Well, if you out there have any questions about how to use social media and social networking to grow your business, I want you to give us a call. So you can ask Shane and Elise yourself, 704-283-1190. We're here in the studio looking for your calls. So, Shane, what what exactly is social media, social networking? Are they the same thing, first of all, to you? Uh, To me, they're two two different things. Mm. Social media is more, to me, is a kind of, um, I'm trying to think how to describe it best. Oh, sorry. It it is more of like videos or media, like, you know, watching videos, listening, that kind of stuff, where the social networks are one that you can kind of build together where you build that following, where, you know, the Facebook, LinkedIn, those are more of the social networks. But what happens is I think the terms kind of just get jammed together and everything falls under the category of social media. Okay. So when you say the term social media, just everyone is automatically thinking Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter in that sense, whereas those are really social networks. Okay. So um, the social media activity takes place on the social networks. Correct. Sort of like that. Okay. And the social network can be owned by a third party, or you can actually create your own, like with some social networking software that you can get, mm-hmm. make your own, like yes. put a social network at your blog or, or any other thing like that, right? Correct. Okay, so I'm a small business owner, and I just started, mm-hmm. and I know other people who've been in business for five years, and they have a YouTube, and they have all this stuff. Well, I just started. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to figure out, where do I start, Shane? I mean, when I mean, think about, I mean, I obviously didn't just start, but... Yeah. This is this is a question that you must get all the time. Where do you dive in and how do you eliminate the overwhelm? Can you eliminate the overwhelm? You can. Yeah. And the first thing that whenever I meet with a business owner, the first thing that I tell them is take a look at your business strategy. Are you is your are your main customers or is it B to C kind of business? Are you business to uh, consumer or are you business to customer or are you business to business? Do you mm-hmm. offer services to other businesses? That kind of determines a lot what networks you need to get involved with first. Okay, and that's a good good way to look at it. And I have this question because I'm seeing a lot of people doing both now. Mm-hmm. Um, because when you sell a product, it's almost natural sometimes to then teach other people how to make or sell that product too. So do, do those people have some things that they can leverage or is it harder for them? 
I, I think, I mean, really, it kind of depends on the network, whatever they decide to do, whatever okay. network in that, or in that way, whatever they want to do. But it could be, um, mm -hmm. I mean, with me, what I would say is sometimes, I'm, let me just jump into something a little different, is Facebook is kind of the most popular network. It okay. has the most followers in that sense. So mm -hmm. when a business owner approaches me in that way, I usually say, you can't really go wrong with getting on Facebook. Okay. But even for my own business, mm -hmm. is Facebook my main like source, my main social uh, network that I use? No. Okay. For me, it's okay. more of LinkedIn. Okay. So right. I know we'll get into that in a little right, bit. Right, right, right. Because you're more, you're more, more B two B. B two B. Okay. So that that's a really good distinction too. So if you're listening and you have a B two B business, this is a good time to give us a call and ask Shane a question at seven zero four two eight three eleven ninety. Um, and then if you don't and you're selling products. You're saying that Facebook is probably better because that's what kind of all the people are. Yeah, it, right? it's, it really is. And it, Facebook is one that you can kind of just get on and have a lot of different conversations, right. communications. When you launch a product, put it on Facebook because a lot of people are going to start talking about it. You could even give away one of some of your products to mm -hmm. these people that could start talking about it. Why would you want this product? Why would you want, you know, whatever to win this? And then people will start talking about your business. Right. So get your business name out there and right. they, you know, start, that's your viral sense to get a chance to have it go like that. Yes. Yes. And so what if someone has a very limited budget and they can't really afford to launch a website right now, mm -hmm. but they don't want to sit around waiting yeah. to do that? Um, how can they use social media just to get things off the ground? Well, the best thing about social media is they're all free to join. So that, I mean, in itself, would there... Think of all the different traditional advertising that you have. They usually mm -hmm. always, there's a dollar sign, you know, to get into that advertising. Social media, it's all free. Right. So that's usually the best spot. If you can't, a lot of, I mean, a lot of the strategies that I have, I like to send a lot of my social media traffic to a website. Okay. But if you can't start with a website, at least get, start to build your brand and your presence on social media. Yeah, I think I think the best place to start if you didn't have a website would be Facebook because it allows you the about section, the mission section. You can really share a lot of information. You can share images um, so that people know what your product looks like, know what you look like. It's a really it's a it's a network for information. So whereas mm -hmm. Twitter is going to be a really short blurb and you can't really explain yourself as well, Facebook is a really good place to get started. And again, if you're trying to build your personal reputation. LinkedIn gives you the place to get on there, say what you've done, say what you're doing, and really show your expertise that way, too. So the combination, I think, to start of Facebook and LinkedIn would be a really great place. I, I like that idea. And then um, you mentioned Twitter, and we can get to that. Um, so if you don't have a website and you're just getting started on your business, you've still got to start building that audience before, yeah. even before you actually sometimes even have a business idea crystallized in your mind, right? Absolutely, yeah. Okay, okay. and that, that's a really good point, too. So let's linger there for a second because I often um, meet with people who, um, you know, they have a business idea and they're sort of waiting. Mm -hmm. They're waiting. And then once they get everything together and they launch it, there's like me and their cat listening, <laughs> right? So yeah. this is a really good point that you start to build it so when you launch your business, you actually have someone to talk to. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I think when you first start a business, like you said, it's going to be your friends and your family that are really going to help you get going. Right. But if, if you're great with them and you're giving them the information that they need to understand more about you, they're going to start sharing it and they're going to start getting excited about it, which helps you when you launch a product or your new business or your new location of your business. Mm-hmm. So you really have, you know, a fan club behind you. Good. That's awesome. And so you mentioned earlier about the importance of having a strategy mm-hmm. and um, every business is different. So, um, you know, there's there's no one strategy that's going to work for everyone. But what is the approach? What approach works when you're creating your strategy right out of the box? It's it, again, I think it goes back to figuring out what one best suits your business. So if you look at the different I mean, there's all sorts of different definitions for each network. But it's really kind of looking at it and saying, okay, this is the type of crowd that I'm trying to reach. Which network will work best for me? And I've got later on, we can share that. Mm -hmm. I'm sure we'll get into that. I've got some definitions that I wrote out, kind of what businesses might work where best. All right. Um, Well, let's go there right now. That sounds good to me. Let's do that. Yeah. So uh, what we are thinking is more of Facebook. So Mm -hmm. when I think of Facebook, I think of it as relational. It's content driven. And you have the instant communication with target markets. So Great ones for that would be restaurants, uh, retail stores, or someone that is launching a product. Okay. Um, the reason being is because those are ones that are going to have a lot of good conversations. Okay. Facebook does a great job with having the comments where you can reply, right? Just individual comments. You can start your own little conversations mm-hmm. off of pictures, off of posts, anything mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Jumping over to LinkedIn, LinkedIn is one that you can build reputations by having recommendations. Uh, connections endorsements so that's your credibility right you're you're showing other people that you're really um creating your bit or creating your image making it better and then um people that i've seen that thrive best on that real estate agents people that are in sales and then uh even financial advisors those kind of people that are really looking to find other business professionals because that's what linkedin is a lot as business professionals that are on there looking for opportunities and really with LinkedIn, you grow your network. Okay. So okay. you have that, those people, you know, you get your whole people and then something else, you've got a new product launch. You can send out a message to all those people saying, hey, got this new website. Hey, got this new business venture. Just wanted to let you know. So you've built up all of those people. You've got them in your pocket for a way of uh, advertising that way. And, you know, Shane, one of the things I noticed is that small businesses, particularly when they're sort of niche and maybe they're doing it part time or maybe they just have never had a business before. Um, they, they sort of overlook LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I like that you said that um, it's important because once you start a business, you are a professional because yeah. you're the CEO. So yeah. just a reminder out there to because a lot of times, you know, small business owners tend to think of themselves as, well, you know, I'm I'm a I'm a baker. Right. OK, that may be. But if if you're collecting money and all all roads lead to you and you're selling me cake and I'm going to feed it to my kids, you're a business professional. Mm -hmm. So we have to look at ourselves that way. So getting out there on LinkedIn and making sure that you have a presence there is really important, right? Correct. Okay. So we talked about Facebook, LinkedIn, and next we'll jump into Twitter. So yeah, uh, Twitter, it really kind of the way that I describe Twitter, it really depends on the nature of your business if you want to decide to get onto Twitter, but Twitter is uh, instant uh, messages. So there you only have 140 characters, right. which is 140 <laughs> letters and spaces. So it's really not that many words. So you really got to construct a message to kind of get it out there. 
and then that one is instant react or yeah, instant interaction. That's mm-hmm. over. You know, there's tons of tweets going out all the time. I've heard so, someone describe Twitter as um, reading poetry in Grand Central Station. It, that is great. <laughs> that is a great definition. I like that. So. Not that no one's listening because you can you can make Twitter useful because you can chant you can channelize it. I don't yeah. even know if that's a word, right? But you can right. So tell us a little bit about um how you don't want to not be on Twitter. Yeah. Why don't you want to be there even if you're not using it every single day? Yeah. One example that I always give is a service someone that does a service. Let's just say a plumber, right? Mm-hmm. You can go onto Twitter and you can type in Monroe Plumber and do an advanced search. It pulls out any tweets that have the words Monroe and Plumber in it. So what it could say is like, let's say Elise and I just moved into Monroe. We don't know anyone or know any services and we have a plumbing issue. So I could get on Twitter and just send it out there and say, I just moved to Monroe. Does anyone know a good plumber? If you're on there and keeping track of that stuff, you can be the first people to reach out to them, especially with, you know, what might be our generation or anything like that. That's the way that we're looking to kind of find people. We go to the website. We don't go to... You're not using phone books? (laughs) (laughs) I didn't want to bash anyone, but yeah, so we we really go... sorry, did I just bash bash the whole generation? I didn't mean to. But but, I mean, think about it. It's easier. I mean, obviously, if you don't have a computer, it's not easier. So we get that. But Mm -hmm. if you do, it's easier. If you have a smartphone, it's way easier. So, and faster. And you mentioned earlier that... It's all about speed yeah. in, in some respects. If your mm-hmm. toilet's overflowing, I want it quick, right? Yep, exactly. Okay. <laughs> or I need it. Yeah, you've got company coming in. It's something that needs instant. So we're going to any any uh, place to find that. So it's first the web search, and then it's to Twitter to reach all of our friends, to you know, that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. um, other things that I really like on Twitter are if you do have a product, um, book authors, mm-hmm. uh, because mm-hmm. you can search, you can, the thing that I like about Twitter is the hashtag, yeah. um, the pound sign, whatever right. it, whatever people call it. But the hashtag is something that you can create your own. Anyone can create a hashtag. So if I've got a, well, let's say SNA today, right? I can create the hashtag SNA today, use it after every tweet. So then if people were interested in like, what is it? You know, they keep seeing all these tweets from quotes of a recent interview I had or something click on that hashtag and they can follow along the whole conversation of what's going on with that hashtag. So you can see what hundreds or even thousands of people are saying about a particular topic. If there's a pound sign in front of that topic, so it could be plumbing, it could be, you know, bikinis, it could be whatever it is that you're selling. Yep. And so you get that good interaction. Mm -hmm. If you watch TV, you watch anything now, uh, even, you know, radio, anything like that, people right when they start the conversation, will follow the rest of the conversation using the hashtag, right. whatever. So you'll see it. Yeah, dear. That's, that's yeah, a really I good think, point. I think it's good, too, because it doesn't give you room to be left out of the conversation. So you, you know, say, I can't say an example. Say I missed out on a debate or something, a political debate, and they had a specific hashtag. Well, I could go back to that hashtag on Twitter and see the exact course, how that debate went, mm-hmm. who said what, you know, what were people's opinions about that? So it gives you this right. opportunity to kind of like get filled in. That's time saving too. Definitely. Don't watch the debate, but you know enough to know how you want to vote. Definitely. <laughs> can save yourself hours. I want to stay on, on, a, on a point that um, Shane raised earlier about the importance of that conversation that goes on on Facebook. As a woman, Elise, do you yeah. notice that um, women's approach to Facebook is any different from what a, what traditionally we might see for a male and because I have heard and read mm-hmm. that oftentimes 
women seem to be um, their approach to leveraging Facebook for their business is a little bit different because of the way their audience engages with them. Definitely. What have you noticed in that regard? I would say um, that women are relational by nature. So the content that I see, the comments that you get back on on um, content is all relational. They want to understand, they want to develop a relationship, and they want to interact with you. Mm-hmm. Um, whether you're a business owner and putting the information out there or you're the consumer answering, it's all about a relationship. For men, it's more informative. So for um, you know male business owners, they want you to know that you're going to get really great insurance coverage and you're going to be happy, period. They don't want to really dialogue with you as much. Um, so it's just, it's, it's very different, but they kind of work together well because, you know, the, yeah. the women, the guys post the um, content that's informative and the women respond and want, you know, want more answers. Well, and, so. and your, your, your point is, um, is also so good because it makes it really extra important for you to know who your buyer is. Absolutely. Because I'm thinking about, I know we have a lot of members at the Indie Business Network that make cosmetics. Sure. That's what most of our members do at IndieBusinessNetwork.com. Go <laughs> click on members and nice you can meet book. all our members and, and see the great products they make. But um, th- we have a growing segment of them that make products for men. Okay. But it's not the men that are buying the products. It's sure. the women. Mm-hmm. And so it's interesting to see them create those relational posts to women about a product that a man uses. It's fa- it's fa- it's fascinating to Definitely. see that. Definitely. And when Shane and I, at the end of the month, we try to take time and go back through Facebook insights and, you know, different analytics right. and look at who's talking, who should we be catering information to? Mm-hmm. So the content is, um, you know, the right, the right for our, the people that are listening to us. Right, right. So. This is such great information. You guys must have some questions out there. If you don't, it's okay. Cause I have a ton, but I really want to hear from you. We're going to take a break. This is Real People, Real Business with Donna Maria. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Real People, Real Business. I'm your host, Donna Maria. We're here in the studio today with Shane and Elise Fraser of Social Networking Today. Social Social Networking networking Assistance Today. That's right. And when we left off, you had given us sort of a rundown. Excuse me, on some social media sites. Tell us the rest. Okay, so what we were talking about, we already talked about Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Now, the next one we're going to go to is Pinterest. And with Pinterest, uh, there's different things about it. One, you have to be creative with it. You can create infographics for different business owners or different people to follow and kind of go along with. And then the other thing is you have uh, some good examples for that. The certain businesses might be a flower shop financial advisors, retirement communities, anything that has pictures or uh, different things about it. Next one that we'll go into is Google+. And uh, Google+, Plus is a great network because it really kind of carries significant weights in terms of SEO, which is search engine uh, optimization, and your organic search visibility. And this is a network that almost everyone can be a part of. And with... um. With that one, the next thing that we'll go to is YouTube. In YouTube, you use instructive videos for your products and services. It's just one way. So with that, uh, some businesses that come to mind that work best are hardware stores, uh, health foods, and maybe even featured products, something Mm -hmm. that you can explain it by putting it right there on a video, just showing how it works. 
or even um, the ones that I like to watch going back to the hardware stores are uh, if I've got a certain product or I've got one time I sealed the whole driveway and I'd never done it before and I did it all through watching a YouTube video. That's so amazing. You know, I always remind my members too, they make the products that they sell. Mm -hmm. So they never have nothing to share on YouTube. Right, set up the camera, point it down, show us how we frost those cupcakes, make that soap, cut that hair, whatever it is that you do. It's an amazing tool, totally free, and you can showcase how you do your work, and your customers always like that. Yeah. So that that kind of wraps it up for the main six. I mean, again, we'll go over them again. Facebook, mm -hmm. LinkedIn, Twitter, Pinterest, Google+, YouTube, and then the last one is... Instagram. Okay. So that's that's a newer one. I mean, it's been around for a bit, but I've really started to see businesses kind of go in that direction. Lucky for Facebook, right? Cuz didn't they didn't they spend a billion dollars? Yeah, on I was it? about to say Facebook spent a, a pretty yeah, <laughs> pretty penny on that one. Why but, didn't we think of Instagram? No. <laughs> <laughs> what were we thinking? So so we should get that too. Okay, this is a long list, okay? Yes. Um do I have to be on all of them? No. That's okay. the thing I was going to go into next. Every business it varies i mean you can be on all of them but that's a lot i mean that's almost a full-time in, in a full-time job in itself to manage those seven networks and actually build a presence on them so well let me ask this too because it's it could be more than seven because on oh. facebook you can have a personal and a business page mm -hmm. and on google plus as well yes a and on pinterest so yeah. you can go a little bit nuts on it which we don't want to do but let me ask you this even if you're not um present in terms of being active on them, is it a good idea to reserve your brand name on them? So you, so someone else can't come along and use your name in, you know, another country or something and start, you know, tweeting or whatever as you and confuse your customers. Is that? Yeah, that's, that's a really good question. And one that we deal with, you know, quite a bit. Um, what Shane and I say is if, if it's a product that you know is going to go big, everybody's going to have their hands on it and people are going to want to talk about it. You're obviously going to want to be on those networks to control what's being said. Um, but if you're a small business owner and you're just trying to figure out where to go, mm -hmm. where to start, just pick a couple, get your presence on there and okay. make it consistent. Okay. What we see a lot is we meet with small business owners who mm -hmm. have started it, know that they need to be on there, get on there for um, two weeks and then they just stop. Because okay. they, they want to be on there, they want to, you know, have a picture there, but they don't have the time to manage it. What that shows to your consumers is that you're not active. That's not a, that's not a platform that they can go to and, um, you know, get answers, get information. But can kind of actually make it look like your business is closed, can it? Because Absolutely, yeah. It's like if they go there, someone says you're a great plumber, and you go actually do the search window on Facebook and find them and mm -hmm. there's nothing there for six months, Right, your business could be alive and well. Definitely. But I might not call you because it looks like you're not. Yeah, I think, I mean, I, even in this area a lot, when I go to kind of see these different businesses before I call them or anything like that, but I've noticed that in 2010, mm -hmm. there were some people that really got on it right in the beginning when business pages were launched mm -hmm. and then they haven't done anything since then. And then the other one is 2012. You'll see a lot of stuff done in 2012, and then it, like, stops. And then there's nothing till today. Till they hear you. Till they hear, yeah. Okay. <laughs> until I get a chance to talk to them. But um, going back to your point, I think it is important for 
you to sign up on all of the networks mm -hmm. if it's your business to lock in that name. Okay. But it, some of the networks, you can actually shut them down and keep them invisible, like Facebook, I know for sure. You can sign up for it and you can turn the page to be unpublished so people can't find it, but you reserve that name. That's a very good point. So yeah. not only can you make your, let's just say Twitter, for example, you mm -hmm. can make the tweets private. Can you also make the page private totally? On Twitter, or... I, on Twitter you can't. There's okay. just certain networks that allow that where you okay, can turn it so, off. Yeah. But then on Twitter, too, you can also put a note at the top that says, you know, Coming we're soon. over here on Facebook. Yep. And if you if you just make it a point to schedule yourself to tweet a few times a month, even mm -hmm. just use like a Google calendar, yep. here's a tickler, tweet a picture of that new, the, your barbershop or whatever it is, mm -hmm. then at least you're there. And then you can also continue to put in your bio, here's where we are most of the time yeah. on Facebook or whatever. Okay, yeah. that's good. That's manageable. So you reserve it from a business perspective, but you don't have to use it. The use is simply a placeholder that directs people elsewhere, almost like a forwarder of a domain name, sort of. Correct. Okay. <clears throat> That's smart. Yeah, and I think like going back to the point, again, if you're going to get on social media, make sure that you are going to spend the time and make it consistent. You're, you know, your consumers want want to see you, they want to hear about you, and they want to be informed of what's going on in your business. So if you're going to jump into it, make sure it's a long-term commitment. So Elise, let's talk about strategy. Sure. Because today I feel very excited about social media. I'm committed to my business. I love my business and I'm signing up. Yes. Um, now, what do I do? What do I do? So in a, in a year, Shane's not looking at me saying, well, she's part of the trend that came along because it's so easy to get excited. We're all excited when we get started. Definitely. So talk about strategy, creating a strategy so that you can maintain that mm -hmm. excitement because what's going to maintain the excitement is sales. Right. So let's talk about strategy and how to know whether it's working. Sure thing. Um, I think if, if I'm talking to a business owner who's just starting out, mm -hmm. I'm going to say, okay, let's look at the list that Shane went through, you know, Facebook, okay. LinkedIn. Do you want to be relational with your, with your consumers? Are you putting information out there? Is it Pinterest? Do you own a flower shop and you want to show different ways to arrange, um, you know, flowers? What are you really trying to show? Um, do you want customers that are local? Do you want customers that are halfway across the country really right. kind of exploring what you're exactly trying to attain? Mm -hmm. And then going, you know, after you kind of focus in on, on where you want to go, figuring out a strategy in terms of frequency is a good thing to look at. Am I going to be on there three times a week? Am I going to dedicate, you know, a half an hour, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday to post content? Then maybe a really great place for you is Facebook because you can post three times a week and be really su successful Whereas Twitter, you're going to mm -hmm. need to post in, you know, at least 10 times a week. And that's just a, a bigger time commitment. Okay. So you so, have a, ba a baseline on these that three a week is good for Facebook. Yeah. Three a week is pretty much useless for Twitter. Correct. Okay. That, that's a really good point. And you can schedule for both, right? So Correct. you can schedule these things on Sunday yeah. and not, not show up 10 times a day, but exactly. once a day just to check in and see if people are talking and definitely, talk back to yeah, them, right? that's definitely another thing that we explore with our clients and we, you know, do as a managing team is really plan out the week. Mm -hmm. Um, so we're posting and making sure that the, the content is consistent, right? And all we have to do throughout the each, each and every day is be checking, you know, every every two or three hours, making sure that if there's comments, they're responded to, if there's mm -hmm. likes, you know, um, we just put 
put the right information and the right responses right. to the content that we've already thought about. Excellent. So, yeah, Good it point. definitely can be automated and save time. But if you're just starting out and if you're just strategizing, really mm-hmm. honing in on who you're trying to reach and what you're trying to sell is going to be really important. Okay. All right. Shane, let's talk a little bit about some examples of some clients that you've advised and how they've used social media successfully so we can give some examples to our listeners. And if you guys have any questions, by the way, we're at 704-283-1190. You have an opportunity to here to get some advice from a guy who does this for a living. So don't pass this up. Go ahead. Tell, give us some examples of a couple of your clients that have used this well. Yeah, we have all sorts of different clients that we've worked with. And then what's what's cool about my business is that everyone's on different levels. So there's no one that can be you know, I mean, they can be a complete expert, but then there's other people that have never even signed up for, uh, you know, Facebook before I meet with them. Right. So that's a cool thing. But so some of them we've had the opportunity of working with our authors, um, people that have created their own books and have their own books. And re- they really don't have a way of advertising it just yet. So they came to me and said, well, I've heard you've done this kind of stuff. Can you help me? And it's really cool to kind of help them build a presence around their book and then see the effect of going from reaching their friends and family to starting to share it and then take it out a little bit further of Mm -hmm. their network and reach new people. Are they usually open to excited about doing that? Or is is it, I know they're excited about reaching new people and making sales of their book, but are they excited about the tools that you're teaching them about? Is that what's, what's, what do you usually see there? Do they get excited after they see results or do they, what, what do you think? At first, they're always hesitant because okay. that's right. that's the main thing. They don't. Some people just don't see it working or think that it can work. Okay. Okay. But once, I mean, it really is hard because you have to build a network. That's the hardest thing is yeah. going from your friends and family and then reaching these random people that haven't heard about you or don't know about your services right. or your books, and then trying to get them on your yeah on your team in your network. Yeah. And it takes time to build that. And that's the hardest thing when working with some business owners is that they want instant, you know, they want yes. that instant, uh, yes, instant success. It's not instant, is it? It's not instant. No, it New takes, flash. yeah, okay. it, it takes a bit. But, 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 but you're saying, and, and I want to emphasize this too, because so many entrepreneurs get, can get caught up in the fabulosity of their product. This is mm-hmm. the best book ever. This is the best sugar scrub ever. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm the best uh, arborist ever. But what's, at least as important is that you have an audience. So once you have an audience, you can sell anything. Yeah. Okay. So that minds, that's a mindset shift for a lot of it, people, isn't it? It really is. Okay. And that's, that's what I try to tell people, especially that I get business owners that haven't signed up for anything. I'm like, well, the first thing we need to do is reach out to your connections or other people that you, and if they don't have anything like that, it's literally really hard to kind of get that right. first group of people to start following you and to start actually engaging with you it's so ground, ground up ground, ground up. up it really is yep okay so the author is one example good mm-hmm. uh, another one would be a florist um okay. someone that has a you know a lot of different flowers they do weddings they do uh funerals anything like that uh we were hel- able to help them kind of take it, absolute zero internet presence i mean they were on they had their website but as social media presence mm-hmm. and kind of help create them a great Facebook page. Is that where it started? That's so you where just it started. dove into Facebook? We just we decided to just focus on Facebook. Okay. This is going back to the Western New York area okay. where I'm from. And with that, it's a smaller town. So Twitter is not very popular for the businesses there or anything like okay. that. So okay. 
what what our biggest thing was Facebook is popular wherever you go, it seems yeah. like. Yeah. So that's the first one that we really wanted to try and uh, work with and really grow. Well, let and me ask you this about that florist. Did they have a physical store and an online store or was it just tell us about that business so we can kind of see yep. how you used Facebook for that? Yep. So it was it was I think they've been open like 50 years or so. They've been open for a while. The physical store was and then they had a um, it was through a flower company that they had the online website where people could go online and make their online purchases. Okay. And then they were built okay. in the store and then we'd come pick them up or delivered or mailed. Okay. So, so they, they had everything, they had everything on. They okay, had good. everything. They just hadn't worked on Facebook. They had, okay. excuse me, they did already have a Facebook page a little bit, but there was okay. again, okay. uh, absent since 2011 wasn't used right. at all. So, <laughs> um, so what we did was the first thing was we tried to, uh, really reach out to the uh, business owner's connections and really kind of go from there and uh, build it that way. And then, how did you do that? Reach out. Did you did you send them all personal messages on Facebook? Did you ask them to subscribe to something? How did you reach out to them? So the first thing that we always do, any physical location, we always make signs um, to put up in the store. Okay, it's smart and it's okay. and. What's different then, instead of putting a little, I mean, our strategy, instead of using a little Facebook logo, we actually have people write out their exact unique URL to take them directly to the page. Okay, so when so you we, walk in the door, you can pick up your smartphone and go like the page. Yep, okay. yep, exactly. Anything like that. So um, that's one way that we started with them. The other thing that we did was uh, we, like we said, we kind of tapped into the owner's uh, connections, and we did that on Facebook. You can invite your friends that you're already friends with on Facebook. You can invite them to come like your page. That's what I usually always do because that's your okay. friends and families and okay. other business people that you might have connected with. Okay. So we we start right with that, and that's where we start to build um, build that presence. Okay, good. So, so we start we start with our friends and family, and we start with people that are walking in the store, so we capture them to that page. Yep. Okay, we're going to come back and get the rest of those tips in a second. This okay. is Real People, Real Business. I'm your host, Donna Maria. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Real People, Real Business. I'm your host, Donna Maria. We're talking with Shane and Elise Fraser of SNA Today. Give us a call, 704-283-1180 if you have a question. Uh, so, Shane, about how to use social media for your business, you talked about the florist, and you have more of a story to share. This is fascinating. Tell us the rest of how you're helping that business grow on Facebook. Yep. So what we did after we kind of reached the people that walked into the shop and that we decided to go with a whole new strategy uh, first is posting good content on a consistent uh, level. So each week we had a sp specific amount of posts that we wanted to post that were pictures of things inside the shop, generated interest. We would say if you could pick out one item in this photo, there would be 10 different things. And then all of a sudden people were commenting. And then all of a sudden this like lamp that's up here, uh, someone catches someone's eye, they come into the store and they buy the lamp. Okay. So it was helping drive some traffic into the store and selling mm -hmm. certain things. Then after that, we were getting more engagement, but we wanted to kind of reach a little bit of bigger crowd. Mm -hmm. So we came up with the idea of starting a name the flower contest. So what what we did was we took a picture of whether it be a rose, whether it be a right. carnation, anything like that. And we would say in the comments below, uh, write the name of this flower. So then they would write rose and we would get, you know, hundred of people that would do that. And then they would share it with their friends mm -hmm. to help build the present, the, the amount of people that we were reaching. Right. And then what we would do is we would just give away a small gift card. People would grab the 
the winner would get the gift card, come into the store, and then either buy something with their gift card. And we just we just found that if you give something away, people are really engaging. And and that's so good on Facebook too. They they recently released re- relaxed some of their contest rules. Correct. So uh, make sure you go to Facebook and look at their Facebook policy about contests. Mm-hmm. Just put it in the search window yep. how to do a Facebook contest. Yep. And you can you can learn about how to do that there. So you were able to increase the engagement on their page, probably the insight by a lot, right? Yeah. Okay, and more fans as well, and and more sales. Yeah, it really, it kind of, it worked for everything because what it was doing is it was bringing more people, it was making more people engage, which ended up bringing new people into the store because we would try and pick a winner. We would pick a winner, a different winner every single time. Okay. So um, we would we would go from there and then kind of uh, build the presence and then, release it and then get more people to come into the store. Okay, great. I think too, another cool thing that we've noticed um, working with this floral shop is that, you know, there's certain occasions when people really want flowers. If, you know, somebody passes away, you want to get a bouquet. If it's Valentine's day, you're obviously going to get some roses for a loved one. Obviously. Obviously. (laughs) But um, take notes guys. But um, what we, what we saw is the um, lull in between those events. And so they would have an, you know, an occasional Uh. person and stuff. So we, we really talked to the owner, you know, what do you want? And he's like, more steady traffic, obviously. And so we started posting flowers, um, flower arrangements throughout the week, a random Monday, you mm-hmm. know, need need something to brighten your Monday. Right. Check out this bouquet. And it's, you know, smiley face bouquet with gorgeous daisies or whatever. Yeah. And so people were thinking flowers more ah. often. Um, so he did see a lot of um, increased traffic right. into the store. In random times, just because people, you know, it's kind of on people's minds. So it's been it's been neat to see the frequency um, that Facebook has brought for him. And and I love that point because that top of mindness that you got Definitely. that you get from being on Facebook and also engaging in a positive way. So someone who might not have thought about congratulating their friend who got a new job right. with a floral bouquet in the middle of a non-holiday month would think about that. Definitely, and it, I mean we've done like appreciate your teacher, uh-huh. um, you know, encourage, a, you know, classmate, that kind of stuff. It's just, we've really tried to be creative with what is, you mm-hmm. know, an occasion for flowers. Now, do you ever ask uh, customers to post a photograph of the product they brought from you on the Facebook page? Is that is that a strategy as well? So the other fans can see a happy customer? Is that something that, or is that like, sort of cheesy to ask people to do that sometimes we've done that well in in the beginning we did that because we wanted people to know this wasn't sometimes there's scams on facebook so sometimes we wanted to make sure that people know that when you participate we actually give it away because i've seen different companies or different businesses that have said they're going to give away these huge prize packs and they never announce it again or they never announce a winner Mm -hmm. so to us we wanted to make sure that this was really happening and that people were actually getting these uh, awards or right. these uh, promotions. Right. Okay. So, th- so that's really good. So they were able to track increased engagement at that Facebook page. Mm-hmm. And most importantly, they were able to actually really track numbers. So Correct. their sales went up. Yeah. And their, their, the phone call, the, the phone rang more, et cetera. Yeah. Right. And the cool okay. thing is they would come in and they know the people that came in from it would be from okay. the Facebook page. So if it was that right. specific lamp, they would come in and say, well, I saw the lamp on, on Facebook. Right. Can I see it in person? So how, how much time does this sort of thing take? I mean, obviously you help them get started. I'm guessing they can do a lot of it on their own now. Are they, do they, do they 
like every Monday they queue them all up? How, how do they physically do that? So with my business, I actually, they would not even be on Facebook without my business. So they, okay. I actually, one of my services is that I help manage this page, even oh, though so I live, do a lot of it even yourself. though I live in North Carolina, sometimes when I go okay. home, I take photos or they take photos, email them to me. And then we are the ones behind the page answering all so the questions. Great. Yeah. So great. Now, do small business owners do themselves a favor by thinking about something like that, right? Because then it takes it away from them totally but no one knows that it's not them doing it. Exactly. And that's that's what is most important. That's why I started this business, because as a small business owner, you wear so many different hats. So if you can take one of those hats off from advertising right. on social media, which takes a lot of time. Right. I give people that those few hours that they would be spending on this to put back into their business and focus on it. So you have to learn their business. So you can you got to be able to speak in their voice. Right. So the business owner doesn't get a total pass, right? They have to really make sure that you know what's going on with the business, what what is important to them, and how they like to communicate, yeah, right? That okay. is totally correct. And that's why with Elise and I working together, it works out great because she comes from a woman's perspective and right. I come from my perspective. So right. we have had posts that we are about to post and we're like, no, 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 that's not the tone we Very need to have good. it in. So um, that's what we found to work best for us and for the businesses. Yeah, and I think going off of that, um, we, we do take initially a lot of time learning the business. So we're sitting down with, you know, the business owners. What do you want to achieve from this? What's your goals? What are you, you know, what do you normally talk like as far as customer service goes? What are your policies? That kind of stuff. So we really do try to invest time learning about each business so that we are representing them, you know, well. Now, what do you think about connecting these sorts of social media outlets that are owned by third parties with things that you own yourself, like your own newsletter and your own blog? Do you work with people to help them sort of connect that? Because, you know, Facebook, as great as it is, may not be here in five years. It probably will be. I don't know. I don't have any insider knowledge. But really, they can change things and you wouldn't like what they change and you're sort of stuck. So how do you help people create an audience that, they can own because Facebook owns the audience on Facebook. How, how do you help them do that? Well, that's what going back to when we first spoke, I really said that I like to drive a lot of traffic to people's websites okay, from okay. the social media. Right. So on the websites, if we can get them engaged or figuring out, okay, their website's pretty cool or using subscribing to their blog right, on their website mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. or a newsletter. Yeah. So but the cool thing is with Facebook, they've got apps that you can create where people can sign up for that newsletter right on Facebook, right. which is tied back to your website. So even if Facebook goes, they're still subscribed to your blog, to your newsletter. Right. Now, do you do the blogs and the newsletter for your clients, too? Or is it mainly just the social media part? It's mainly social media, but okay. we do a lot of different things. I've trained. Okay. I do individual training, so I've helped people okay. with Mailchimp, with okay. um, Constant Contact, that okay. kind of stuff. Figure them out, and then at least get them in the right direction. You know, this is it's so amazing that ten years ago we would not be having this conversation, yeah. and now not only are we having it as like sort of an option, it's really. I mean, is it an option? Can you not be on social media? Do you know any businesses at all that have been successful for the past 24 months that don't somehow use social media? Can you do it? It's possible. And it's mostly, I I would say, like smaller towns that don't really have that. But if you go into Charlotte and you find a business that is not involved on social media, I would be very surprised. Because, I mean, the question that you have to ask yourself, why would you not be on social media? Again, they're all free networks and they're a way to build 
the brand recognition. Yeah. So what sort of advertising revenue or, you know, advertising thing that we have that doesn't cost any money? Right. So that's that's the question that I would say to a business owner is why would you not be on that? I think, too, Shane and I um, deal with a, a bunch of different clients in all different industries. If small businesses, they have a place. If you're an insurance agency, you can provide information about, you know, the best kind of coverage. If you're a flower shop, you can show pictures of cool arrangements. If you, you know, you're a library, you can send out great book recommendations. Everybody can have right. a voice on social media. It doesn't, I mean, we always joke, there's, there's, I just can't think of an industry that wouldn't be on it. Even if you're a funeral home, you yeah. can provide comforting yeah. information for people via social media and yeah. via resource. I love what you said. Everybody can find a voice on Absolutely. social media. And yep. it's so important that your business have a voice. Sure. Wherever you want it to be, it's got to be there because otherwise people won't talk about it and you won't be able to build that brand. Right. Excellent tips today from Shane and Elise Fraser of SNA Today. Um, why don't you guys tell us how we can reach you to learn more about your business and what you offer? Yep. So if you want to just visit my website, we've got all the information on it. It's www.snatoday.com. Um, we've got great information with our different classes that we teach, different training sessions, that kind of stuff. Also, my phone number is 607-382-7193. I would love to chat with you there, or you can email me at shane at snatoday.com. Call them up. Call them up, guys. Wow. Well, we are done with another installment of our show here, Real People, Real Business. I'm so excited that you joined us today. Next week, we will have the president of the Union County Chamber of Commerce here. We're going to talk about how a Chamber of Commerce can benefit your business here in Union County, but also wherever you are, how you can leverage the power of your chamber. We're also going to have Trendy Treats by Johnny here. So um, we're going to actually be having cupcakes. I don't know what you guys are going to be having for breakfast next Saturday, but we're going to be talking with her about how she's using the chamber and how she's also using social media to build her business. So we'll see you here right here next week on Real People, Real Business. I'm your host, Donna Maria. See you next week, guys.